Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, my good friends? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and, fel- Whoops, <laughs> licensed marriage and family therapist. And welcome today. We're glad you're here. We're excited to do this. I love every day. I do too. Every single day we go live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Right now I see Ken and hey bro, what's up? So uh, and you can join us every Monday through Friday day around 7.30, usually mm-hmm. 7.45, even though we say 7.30. I ain't, no, ain't sure why we keep posting 7.30. Uh, but we talk about real help for real couples because we had a terrible marriage. Mm-hmm. And we don't want you to have that same thing. If you haven't heard about our story, go back and listen to season one. I gave Seth a black eye. It was terrible. It was atrocious. Yeah. And that is why we do this show. That's right. But growth comes from uncomfortableness. Sun's out, guns out. That's right. Well, it, it reminds me of when we used to do our a- 100 days of AOM, mm-hmm. like in the apartment, right? right? I just, I was going back through the YouTube today. I was like, what was I wearing? Just all kinds of stuff. Bandanas We got your bandana everywhere. on right now. Well, usually it was on my head, so whatever. Uh, what's, up, what's up, Andy, Melissa, Ivy? Good morning, good family. Good morning. Uh, okay. So every Let's, day we do four mm-hmm. things. We do a prayer together. We do an intention. We do a gratitude. And then we talk about our conversation of the day. Mm-hmm. And we want you to do these things with your spouse. What's exciting and encouraging is that we get notes from you guys. We get DMs and messages, emails saying, we do our pigs every morning. It's a game changer. Mm -hmm. We talk about gratitude and all this stuff. We use the app. So you guys, I'm so proud of you guys for going out and getting the app, for doing the pigs every morning Mm -hmm. and changing your marriage. You are amazing. Changing your marriage. Changing yourself. Changing your marriage, right? Uh, Speaking of the app, today's show and every show is brought to you by the Anatomy of Marriage app. It's a couples counseling app that's fast, fun, and never boring because we created it. Mm -hmm. Go get it at anatomyofmarriage.com. Like I said yesterday, I ain't boring. Do you want to pray? Fooey on boring. Oh, fooey on boring, he says. Okay. Yeah, let's pray. Thank you, God, creator, for your blessings. Thank you for the sun and the trees and this land that we get to hang out in and enjoy your creation. Thank you for this show. I pray, I ask that it is helpful to us and helpful to the people that listen. May we have a good conversation about the topic today, and thank you for this time. Amen. Amensk. Amensk. All right. Thankfulness, right? Intention. Whatever. Pig. Prayer, intention, gratitude. My intention today is still keep it present, mm-hmm. be in spirit, mm-hmm. be not an ego. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, my intention is very similar, but it's like to be the things that I want to do. Like you said, be in spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And I've started doing affirmations that are like, uh, I am love. Mm-hmm. I am gentleness. You embody that. I am mm-hmm. uh, physical or whatever. Like I Apparently, you aren't touching, though. No, I'm not. I'm working on it, butthole. 
God. In spirit, not ego. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, in, be inspired means in spirit. Like, yes. right? Inspire. In spirit. And if you find the show inspiring or whatever, because we're trying to live in spirit, right? That's in right. a good way. And you can put That's that right. in any context you want. So, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Intent- good, good saying for today. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> gratitude. Uh-huh. I am thankful... You did something yesterday that I was going to talk about today. What was it? What did you do? Was handsome and smart. Oh, I'm thankful that you're handsome and smart. No, you did something so specific, and I cannot think of what it was. Mm. Cooked food for people? Oh, yeah. I'll say that one, because my goodness. You got... Seth got himself a griddle. Mm-hmm. A griddle. What is it called? A blackstone grill. A blackstone griddle. Guys, gals, get yourself a blackstone grill. Stop what you're doing. Stop the show. Go to Walmart and buy one. Seth or got the online. biggest one you can get. It's it got a will deep make fryer. the best hamburgers you've ever had. This it's not. A, it's not a grill you. with like grill marks. It's a. It's a griddle. We it's call a griddle. It a griddle. A but griddle. anyway, blackstone grills are rad. Yep. So last yes. night you made. What do you call them? Smash burgers. Smash we burgers. We had one with blue cheese. Smash burgers. Or that was the other night. You had mm-hmm. chicken that you did some sort of like slicey, smashy thing. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. Right. And paired with my zesty sauce Ugh. that I make. Mayo, cumin, cilantro, Made lime. burgers and chicken, yeah. Uh, a garlic powder. Right. onion. I mean, it is so... You put it online. It's better... Than a restaurant. Okay, so... So thank you. Just like an Emory song, don't bore us, get to the chorus. Let's get into the thing You here. didn't do your gratitude. Uh, my gratitude was, I thought of it yesterday. I was like, this is really good. It's a good gratitude, but I, I literally forgot what it was. I don't know what it is, so I'm sorry, but I was thankful in my heart. Does that count? Okay. <laughs> yes. Does that count? It's sure. not going to be super specific. Uh, oh my gosh, please post that on Instagram. I want to cook that. We should. You should do yeah. a cooking... Uh, like. Oh, I should go live just cooking one time. Sure, because you have... Seth is a phenomenal cook. I'm so incredibly thankful for that. Yes, so good. And I make sauces like nobody's biz. Mm-hmm. Oh, saucier. Because that's saucier. my business. Okay, today we're talking about psychedelics and... Uh, well, not talking about psychedelics in general, but uh, w- you want to read the question? I do. Go. Uh, this question was submitted to us. You can send your questions into hello at anatomyofmarriage.com mm-hmm. or you can do it directly through our app or our website. Our app is Anatomy of Marriage. Our website is anatomyofmarriage.com. Mm-hmm. So this says, my partner wants to try psychedelics. Hi there. First off, I'm so thankful to have found you guys and you have helped me in my relationship so much. Keep what you're do- Wait, Keep doing what you're doing because it is helping so many people. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I need help because my partner is wanting to try psychedelic drugs and I am really against him doing it. He never has it before, but he really wants to do this with his friends and it's really hurting my heart. I don't know what to tell him because I don't want to tell him what to do, but we're also engaged, so it really upsets me. Please Mm. help. Okay. So I, Mm -hmm. first off, want to pray for this couple. Mm -hmm. Um. No? Okay, you don't want to call upon the universe and the universe juice to guide us? Okay, sure. If you want to, Let's sure. Let's do this out of our ego, everybody. No, I'm not ego. I'm I'm thinking that you and I are going to disagree on this one, and it's going to be a good combo. So uh, we won't disagree. It. Uh, it will be perfect. I am going to pray for this couple. All right. Okay. Go. <laughs> Dear Universe Juice. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Oh my goodness. Dear yes. God. Dear Universe. Whatever it is. Oh please help this couple to figure out what is in between them. Help them to figure out a compromise and work through this together, God. I hope that our words are helpful, that they are received well, mm-hmm. that they are um, in any way 
enlightening and helpful. Thank you for this question. Thank you for this couple. Thank you for today. A Minsk. Okay. A Minsk. Okay, that was fun. That should be a shirt. A Minsk. Yeah. The salt to mineral actual? Salt to actual. What's up? Okay. Salt so minor. Let's I have um okay. Let's take this out of the let's take psychedelics out. So this is a purely therapy thing, right? right? So if I had a couple coming in to do premarital, it's like he wants to, you know, uh, you know, get trippy. And I don't want him to. Okay. Uh, well, you shouldn't do psychedelics. What's wrong with you? These are bad. Blah, 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 all right. this stuff, right? I would, ne- I would, no, that approach is not even in my brain, right? The approach of, okay, uh, lady, what's your fear about that? What is your fear? Okay, dude, why do you want to do that? I'm assuming this couple may be young and uh, there's a lot of unknowns, right? You know, remember like, all of our like fears and anxieties and stuff when we Mm -hmm. were, you know, young about money, about sex, about anything. Right. So I would go with that approach. You know, it's not about he's going to do this and I don't know what to do. Ah, tell me something so I can tell him to, to Mm -hmm. not make him do Mm -hmm. that. Right. I think that is a wrong approach and I have definitely been there before. And it's all, I, I want to, I want to think about this differently. Right. Mm -hmm. I would ask this lady, why, why what? Why does why she not are want you to do scared? It? Why is this creating so much anxiety in, in you? What about this do you think is an overall terrible, just bad situation, mm-hmm. right? And we would, you know, really kind of dissolve that down. And then about to the, the dude, I'd say, tell me why you want to do this. Why is it you so You know, important? it might be like just some, you know, weird college dude, like, I don't know, this is friends I heard, you know. Uh, it's amazing. Well, that- I just want to trip, bro. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, let's let's get real here. Right. You know, um, because with any type of substance, and I, I'm hearkening back to my like uh, substance use disorder training. I, yes. I was a, a CD uh, chemical. I was a counselor in that, uh, along with you call it duly credentialed, right? But I let that one go. So anyway, there is there are so many things that involve like a drug, a substance, like the set. The mm. setting, the expectation, mm-hmm. who you're around, what, um, all, you know, your biology, obviously, did, you know, have you uh, drink water, do you have food in your stomach? All this stuff is mm-hmm. going to affect the uh, outcome experience. or the, uh, the experience of, of, of um, I don't know. Drinking alcohol, LSD, smoking alcohol, weed, yes. smoking weed, mushrooms, anything. It mm-hmm. affects that, right? So, and also... Um, in my experience, because like we all have spirits, right? Mm-hmm. These things can be a spiritual experience and they can be terrible mm-hmm. and they can be out of balance and they can be abused or they can be used appropriately, right? Like the substance alcohol isn't a bad thing. <laughs> the substance alcohol. You know, like yeah. the plant of the marijuanas is not a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. But if you do anything out of balance, see your green smoothies right here? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's in here, people? Spinach, kale, all kinds of healthy crap. Ain't no kale in there. Right? But if you if you only drank that, you know, in five of them a day, you would be probably... you turn into lettuce. On the <laughs> you'd be on the toilet, you know, and you'd be... It wouldn't be good, right? So you can abuse anything, right? So I would really get into the weeds. Ah, no pun intended. I would really get into the 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 meat of mm-hmm. this, right? And you know, I think about okay, tribes for thousands of years, not only tribes, people groups have used these substances to uh, dissolve ego mm-hmm. and get to like who we are as 
people, you know? So, I mean, if you're looking at it from a very conservative Christian kind of view, you're just like, you don't need anything. Oh, everything's bad. Right. Like, ah, that's, that's way pivoting over here on the pendulum, right? Right. Or if you're just like, you know, a deadhead, Grateful Dead, you follow them all. You know, it's like every day I get trip i get trippy right right? i'm like okay that's clearly abuse too Mm -hmm. and one thing about psychedelics that can be dangerous that can be dangerous it can be a catalyst it can be not every time is this it can be a catalyst that uh kind of expedites any sort of mental illness there and one thing i learned that just kind of blew my mind that about uh lsd psilocybin mushrooms all that stuff (laughs) Sometimes uh, it it um, it does well. Not sometimes it it's a disillusion of ego and your brain cells, your synapses. So they they connect right. That hold my microphone. They connect, but literally when you when you get trippy or go on a psychedelic trip, your brain just goes like that, and that's what is trip. Like nothing makes sense. It's like this brain cell is going over here instead Mm -hmm. of like one of the next Mm -hmm. to it, and that one's going over there. So it's just like a haywire overload you know and the set and setting and your expectation and intention can determine that you know right Uh, so that that's just a really interesting part so i'm not going to tell this lady probably what she wants to hear oftentimes that's what i do as a therapist i'm like i'm not saying right or wrong i am being uh giving you a very objective opinion so i'm you're giving me the look of like you've talked too much Seth. so i'm giving you no look go ahead uh so first off i want to say i think that what you said is really great and one Mm -hmm. of the things that so my best friend is a doctor Mm -hmm. she is super smart she got a full ride to um ucla ucla so chick knows what she's doing and she one of the things that she said uh, specifically about drugs um like psychedelic things in general was that it can be like a light switch mm-hmm. and i wrote a bunch of stuff so it's and so but i want to start with that idea is that um certain drugs can act like a light switch to our genes and mm-hmm. they turn them on mm-hmm. a gene that would normally stay dormant forever can literally be activated mm-hmm. by psycho drug psycho whatever drugs psychedelic, Psych- psychedelic drugs mm-hmm. so I'm again, I'm only telling you this because I think the education piece is what people miss. They go, mm. I want to get stoned. I want to get high. Nothing bad can happen. <laughs> and then they realize they've screwed themselves up mm-hmm. and didn't think about the bad mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm going to tell you the bad stuff. So it says, um, uh, taking psychedelics can up the chances of developing prolonged psychosis. What is psychosis, you ask? <laughs> psychosis is a mental health problem. Uh, which temporarily causes someone to interpret the world differently from those around them. Drug-induced psychosis, also known as stimulant psychosis, refers to any psychotic episode which has been caused by abuse of stimulants, an adverse reaction to prescription drugs, or excessive use of alcohol, which has directly triggered a psychotic reaction. Psychedelics can be uh, can cause prolonged psychosis, meaning mm-hmm. you take the mushrooms, you do the LSD or whatever, and then all of a sudden... A lot longer later, when you're not not wanting to be mm-hmm. on these, you get all screwed up and you can't do anything about there it. There are cases of people, you know, like kind of parentheses frying their brain. And one like one that I heard going around in high school, you probably heard it too, is like the the guy who did a whole sheet of LSD or something, and now he thinks he's a a, a, a cup of orange juice and he can't lean over because he'll pour himself out. <laughs> I did not like hear that in, in high school. In, 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 Shout out if in you heard state. a cup of orange uh, juice, LSD, man. What's up, Tierney? But like, you guys keep up, keep this thought in mind. Anything can be abused, right? Right. So I am, I personally am not saying the psychedelics and uh, these, you know, things are bad. Right. Am so, I endorsing them? No. Kay. Am I saying do? Okay, go ahead. Okay. Also, <laughs> uh, so it says you could. 
cause prolonged psychosis. You do not want this, right? This means you could do something that would cause you to lose your job, scare your partner, scare your children, do really stupid stuff. When you aren't on drugs, you or your family, if you have a history with schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or other psych- psycho... Oh my gosh. Psychotic disorders, you should avoid drugs like mushrooms and other psychedelics as they can be... They can up the chances of developing this prolonged psychosis. Mm-hmm. Um, psychosis is often characterized by delusions or hallucinations, which are experiences that are removed from reality. Delusions are irrational beliefs that a person holds even when they are presented with evidence that contradicts these beliefs. Okay, stay stay with me. I'm reading these on purpose and I'm not saying drugs are bad, so hold up. Delusions may include believing that you have a serious or life-threatening physical illness, that you are responsible for terrible things happening to other people, or that you are bankrupt when you are not. Hallucinations refer to intense sensory perceptions of phenomena that are not real and are characterized by individuals vividly feeling, seeing, or hearing things that do not truly exist. Drugs as such, such as cocaine, cannabis, hallucinogens, can worsen symptoms of existing mental illness whilst taking such substances for a long period of time can also see you develop symptoms of psychosis, including paranoia. If you are diagnosed with drug-induced psychosis and have a dependency on alcohol or drugs, you may have what is called a dual diagnosis, like what you just said, whereby, oh, you didn't say that, whereby your underlying mental illness will need to be treated independently of any substance addiction. You should also not mix these drugs with any drugs that affect the serotonin system. For example, certain antidepressants, SSRIs, or serotonin supplements such as 5-HTP, uh, certain reaction reactional drugs can also be dangerous. Mm-hmm. But wait, there's more. Okay. Well, uh, hold on. There's okay. a risk of developing hallucinogen-induced persisting perception disorder, HPPD. Essentially, this is when a user experiences hallucin- hallucinations or flashbacks after a trip is over. Mm-hmm. So all of that to say, uh, there are tribes that use hallucinogenic drugs there are people groups all sorts of things i am not saying in general that drugs are the worst thing on the planet i am saying that um it's like giving um uh what's like a machine gun Mm -hmm. if you are not a healthy person let's just start with this analogy Mm -hmm. this makes sense to me so there are people who have been trained in like like military people who are right. like, I know how to fire a gun. I know why you fire a gun or maybe a police officer. And no, not all police officers are good and not all of them are bad. So shut it. That's not what we're talking about. So like someone who is trained in this understands it. They know ins and outs of what can go wrong. You have a holder. You've got a case. You don't do this. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. But if you give that same gun to a 12-year-old, what happens? It's going to be obviously very dangerous. Right. Right. It's not wise. So... The fact that you, if your partner is like, no, I have to do these drugs, you're controlling my life. B, get out of my face. Like if mm-hmm. you're fighting about it, mm-hmm. there's a sign there mm-hmm. that you may not be um, like mature enough to handle what you go- may experience. Or the converse of that, right? The other person may have a huge problem with it and... You know, maybe the the fiance has studied it, like literally studied it, like mm-hmm. done all the research, and it doesn't. From you know the what I'm I edited some stuff out. Okay, so if it doesn't sound like that, it doesn't sound like okay, that. Okay, yeah. So I again, I want to like be very objective and give a lot of perspectives. I want to read a, uh, a comment. Yeah, here. there's comments. Here. So uh, somebody says, "My son has used psychedelic drugs. I hate it. He had a bad trip, and it scared the hell out of me. Uh, he ended up in the hospital needing Ativan, which is a um a uh, 
it's a really powerful uh, anxiety drug. Benzodiazepine? Uh, benzo, yeah. Uh, thank you for saying that. I couldn't remember it. He ended up in the hospital needing Ativan to help him come out of it quicker to each their own. Uh, he used enough to alter his cognitive function, which is devastating to see as he was extremely smart. Oh, First say all, that again. I am, I am, so, I am yes, so sorry. I am so sorry. He used enough to alter his cognitive function. Say, so, say it a different way. What? He took drugs right. so much that it changed his brain. Right. So, again, that would be... Um, Okay, I'm going to get real here. So, and I didn't know if you were going to think about this, but I never smoked weed when I was like in high school or whatever. Melanie did, so she knows about it and all this stuff. She doesn't anymore. And I think maybe, I don't know, three years ago or so, uh, we were going. I 2017. Was like, 2017. Um, so I was like, hey, I want to try this, right? And I smoked a lot and I had a panic attack and I kind of lost Let's my brain for a minute. Let's set this story back a little well, bit. Well, I don't, I don't want to go through all of it. I so, do. Well, no. I, um, I, it was uh, the set and setting and I didn't know what I was doing, right? Just like this kid probably didn't know what he was doing. You didn't do research. It was, it was like from... Uh, it was abused, I guess. I should have like done research and like, hey, for the first time to do this, what should you do kind of thing, right? Now, am I a bad person? Did I ruin things? No, not at all. It was just like mm-hmm. trippy and it was kind of scary because I had a panic attack and Melanie was right there. But then afterwards, it was like super chill and I was like, oh my gosh, this is cool kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You, you still don't like it, but... Um, I have very... Don't don't scroll through yet. Right. So just like that, says, the comment says, he used enough to alter his cognitive function. Mm-hmm. Like, which is devastating because he was extremely smart. So hear that sentence. Mm-hmm. There was is, damage. Is one experience or 10 experiences of a high worth altering the wiring in your brain forever potentially worth altering that no that is what i so can i expand upon your story of you smoking weed the funny part is we were getting ready to go to england we have three children it was the night before we were set to go to the airport at like seven in the morning i was packing everyone's clothes and seth was just determined to try this out and i'm like I can't stop you, mm-hmm. right? Like the ADD train has left the station. Ain't nothing, I say, going to stop you from trying this out. Right. Whatever, go ahead. And I had smoked weed a bunch of times when I was a kid, um, which sounds like a terrible sentence to say, but it was. Um, <clears throat> but so I figured, I'm like, well, it's not like going to like make him go insane. Weed is legal in Washington. We drove to the store and bought it. It's mm-hmm. no big deal. Mm-hmm. And so... What was crazy about that is I kept saying, it isn't, it's just not worth it. Like mm-hmm. to me... That's my end all be all in this situation with with you trying it out. It mm-hmm. wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Timing was terrible. Packing for a trip, like a three week trip to England with mm-hmm. your grandma, like mm-hmm. this is stupid timing. But you were very persistent mm-hmm. that you wanted to try it. All there's all these reasons, and what I think is crazy about it, and what I don't like about it, is that Seth had a really bad experience of uh, remembering. I will air quotes mm. events. That may or may not have happened. Like mm-hmm. you said in the beginning of the thing, your brain mm-hmm. synapses stop firing correctly mm-hmm. and they just do whatever the crap they're going to mm-hmm. do. And they just and land kind of wherever. Right. So mm-hmm. you, it's like you were saying the craziest stuff and you guys, it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like unicorns and ra- it wasn't like Lego movie, like uh, the mm-hmm. so, the Sistar mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. great fun, like ice creams that talk. Mm-hmm. It was not that. It mm-hmm. was, I think this bad thing happened to me and you were, I, I actually recorded the audio of it. Mm-hmm. I have it probably on my phone somewhere. Oh, geez. 
And it was not great, yeah. let me tell you. And being the wife of someone who whose three children are sleeping literally like 20 feet in a different room, 20 feet away in a different room, and being like, what if he gets up and starts screaming? What if he mm-hmm. gets up and hits the wall? What if he gets up and passes out? What Like the anxiety that that experience brought me, I don't mm-hmm. think you've ever fully appreciated. Right. What would you feel if I said, hey, bro, I'm super into shrooms. I love hippie stuff. Yeah. I'm going to do shrooms right there on the couch. Right. You stay there with the kids. It's totally fine. Right. How I would, would you say- feel? Uh, that's not a wise idea. But you decided it was a wise idea to smoke weed. Right. Same setting. What's What's the difference? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. So what's the difference? If If you wanted to do it, I would be like, okay, let's take two months to research it and all this other stuff and be like, yeah, no kids, all this stuff or whatever. I want you all who right. are listening to feel and hear and sense yeah. the cognitive dissonance of what is going on. Right. If the roles were reversed, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to do it. You wouldn't want me to do it. Right. But you were persistent that it is good. It's worth doing. All mm-hmm. your friends, like y'all, we have so many friends. We live in Seattle. Mm-hmm. We have friends who take mushrooms, smoke weed constantly, do acid. We. This is not foreign to us. This right. Is, uh, my in middle school, this world started for me. I went to school in Renton. <laughs> It's practically where acid is made. Okay, somebody. My <laughs> husband has. Yeah, it's all made here. My husband has a major past with uh, with drug use. I don't. Our son's use has caused a lot of tension, headaches, and argument in our marriage. He his use doesn't just affect him; it rippled to us and his oh, siblings. Oh gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's yeah. A, so there is a a a, right. a, a ripple effect. Uh, is there is the difference between those? Is that what? Is oh. the difference between those is that the weed is legal. Um, I think uh, mushrooms are becoming legal in Colorado Oregon, in or like somewhere. Oregon or something like so that. So that's the, the for, thing well, is for, that... Well, okay. So for treatment for like major PTSD right. and stuff. So there are, you know, going back to what I'm saying, these things aren't inherently bad, right? Like uh, marijuana is legal uh, for pain relief, for anxiety. Like I have clients who choose not to take anti-anxiety meds, but choose to... Um, uh, take gummies or THC in like, you know, chewable forms or, or whatever like that, right. right? So there are obviously medicinal uses and with the, the use of psychedelics in, uh, there's a thing called micro dosing mm-hmm. and like doctors are using these right. and they're treating uh, PTSD uh, soldiers coming back from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Afghanistan and Iraq and that stuff. So it's not inherently bad. Again, it's like you have to be really mature and know what you're doing and also and almost be guided kind of thing like i've had the opportunity but was, not by not guided by your stoner friends <laughs> right exactly so i've had the opportunity to do uh um, um uh, peyote pe- peyote church right uh, it's called uh, tp meetings native american church right and this is thousands of years old tradition where you and have it's not pretend and we're not talking no, about like no we're chief not. headdresses for halloween this no. is a real thing so Melanie's native, I'm native, I have a zillion native friends that do this as ceremony. We do sweat lodge and all this other stuff, right? And that is a connection to God in a very different way. And so peyote is a psychedelic, right? Um, I can't remember the uh, the other name for it, but um, it's uh, what they call them buttons, right? This cactus, cactus buttons, because they're tiny little cactuses and you prepare them and you drink a tea and all this stuff. And you experience a psychedelic state Mm -hmm. right but you're 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 singing and there's an elder leading so it's like a guided very spiritual thing right very different from like dude check this uh sheet of acid out you know you pop it and you you know you're driving or something right i mean 
You know what I'm saying? So it's very, very different. But I understand what you're saying, you know. And I, I've said I've, I've apo- apologized for that because it was just a bonkers night, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and one of the things that I think, like Seth is saying, peyote church. This is a different thing entirely than like it's, doing peyote it, on a Tuesday. It's called Native American church, right? right? And so yeah. I want you to. I, I here's what I want to say. Uh, first of all, the person who wrote this question in is concerned, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to talk to the person who is wanting to do these drugs. I want you to ask yourself, what are you looking for? What Mm -hmm. are your expectations? Tell me what your expectations are. Talk about that first, because I think it's really important Mm -hmm. to start there. Because if you're like, what, I just want to relax, meditate. You right, dingling. So there, you can. <laughs> There's different ways to relax. If anybody's heard of uh, the Wim Hof method, you can get yourself into a psychedelic state right. just by literally have breathing patterns, yeah. right? And I just listened to a podcast recently, and there's there's a certain type of yoga, and I don't remember what it is, but it has <laughs> rapid breathing. No, I'm serious. Like, like it's just rapid breathing, yeah. and it 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 it's you you um fully saturate your brain with oxygen. Mm-hmm. You don't smoke anything. You don't take anything. You do it that way. And, oh, guess what? It's from a thousands of years old practice, right? right? So it's not like this stuff hasn't been around. Right. And, ah, uh, oh, Jimmy, thank you so much. Pranayama. Pranayama <gasps> oh, yoga. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, you come to the rescue. Thank you, buddy. Jimmy's like uh, my favorite. Um, so, and I also want to say, though, the person who wrote this question in, I want to talk to the person who is wanting to do the drugs No one is telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. No one is telling you you can't try them. They are what they are telling you is that they are concerned. They love you and they're concerned. Mm -hmm. And this is in this case, it's a man wanting to try a drug, a woman saying, please don't. Right. There is a safety alarm in a woman. Yeah. So this goes biologically Mm -hmm. like wired in that says, you know what? I don't think this is safe. And I'm gonna tell you uh, one of the things that um, Kundalini, that's another kind that I heard of. One of the things that was really triggered when Seth smoked weed in the house that time was Why didn't it wasn't in the house. It was it was sorry, it was outside of the door of the house. uh, and then he walked in the house. Oh my gosh. So when you did that, Mm -hmm. um there was an enormous amount of anxiety that I had to carry Mm. protecting our children. Mm Because you were on cloud whatever the F. And I was like, I've got to I've got to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Like if something goes sideways, I have three tiny humans that I've got to deal with and an adult man who doesn't know what planet he's on. Right. That is terrifying. So a a husband You could have thought I was remember your um you remember Dave, your client, who thought you were the devil and tried to kill you? Oh, right. Right. You could have thought I was a snake and tried to shoot me. You could have hurt me, mm-hmm. right? These things happen. I am not at all saying that's what I thought would happen. Mm-hmm. These things do happen, they though. They do. Where a psychotic episode mm-hmm. results in um, like a beating or... Well, I've again, I've had tons of clients who uh, you get in an alcohol-induced stupor. You get into a drug-induced psychosis you're not you don't typically uh mm-hmm. experience psychosis or a right. break of reality um or delusions or voices or whatever but drugs can do that to you especially if you have some sort of underlying trauma underlying stress yes it 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 can bring it back up and in the right safe setting that can be very healing right but if you're just like dude off the street like i don't know i want to trip out you know right. i heard it was cool kind of thing it's like ah think about that so going back to the so this is a premarital couple right going back to the it They're there's dating. not much difference in like if the dude or the wife was like hey i want to go buy a literal 30 40 thousand dollar brand new car mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? What? What? No, that right. that that gives off the same buttons. You're going to go into forty thousand dollars debt before we even get married. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do for our house? What if mm-hmm. we want kids? All this stuff. So it's it's that alarm, it, and it's one person wanting to do something, the other person not wanting them to do mm-hmm. it. And how are they figuring it out? Right? You could you could, you know talk about anything: drugs, travel, where you want to live, buying a car, a business investment. Mm-hmm. You know, going to school, doing quitting your job. It's all about how you communicate and uh-huh. about how you talk to it, and right. then acknowledging. Hey, why do you feel this way? Why do you feel this way? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it and come and have that common yeah. ground. Somebody says, um, uh, "Oops, uh, cannabis doesn't typically typically do these things." Yeah, if you smoke a lot of it, it does. Which I want hold on. But, let me comment on that statement. Cannabis doesn't typically do these things because I here's what I say. We used to have our kids go to jujitsu right next to the Bud Hut mm-hmm. in Maple Valley, and it, here's what I want you to do: when you're not stoned, stand outside the Bud Hut. I'm not judging anybody. Look at the people who are walking in the butt hut and say, hmm, hmm, wearing your J's at 1230, huh? Getting your weed and your J's at 1230, huh? Yeah. Is this what I want? And I, again, listen to me. I am not judging anybody. I love everyone, but that is not the life I want to live. Mm -hmm. This is my perfect. If you want to wear your J's and you walk around in your Mickey J's at 1230 in the afternoon and you go get in your weed and your ice cream from Fred Meyer, mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Right. I want to speak at events, go to conferences. Mm-hmm. I want to go, I want to do 75 hard. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you're looking at the lifestyle that people who are typically using these drugs live. And why I'm saying that is because drugs, uh, it just like porn or certain foods, like really fatty foods, mm-hmm. it opens up a like a neuro, uh, what is the word? like a receptor gateway mm-hmm. in your brain. Mm-hmm. And and you cannot give me the same high as Ben and Jerry's or mm-hmm. porn or mushrooms or weed. Mm-hmm. So what's going to satisfy that desire for that thing that right. my body's going to go, wait, I want that again. Right. right? It's kind of like this. Um, when I uh, finished 75 hard, right? I was like, oh yeah, I've been jamming for 75 days. It's so awesome. And then... You, I don't have to do it anymore. Right. I literally, it's like that my car is just in neutral. Mm-hmm. For 75 days straight, I was in fourth gear right. jamming, mm-hmm. right? On everything. You were in third gear going 90. I was going, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. But then when I put it in neutral, you're not moving. And like that saying, Tony Robbins says, you know, if you're not, if you're not moving, if you're not growing, if you're not going forward, then you're going backwards mm-hmm. or dying. And right. that is the truest thing in my life. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. And I'm realizing, oh, I'm serious. And I'm realizing every single day, it's not like, oh, I've got there. Mm-hmm. I finished 75 hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have 100,000 in the bank. Oh, anything. It's like as soon as you put off that gas... I'm rolling backwards. Right. I think about beer. I think about Ben and Jerry's. And we're I think talking about, about French fries. Our, this is our experience. Right. We do not. I don't believe that everyone who smokes weed is a stoner mm-hmm. in their J's at twelve thirty. Right. I am not saying that. Our friend Matt does Carter. like a vape pen like every single day, every nine and he's minutes. amazingly productive. Mm. With, with music, <laughs> with thought, with all kinds of stuff. So he's also. A I'm not saying that I won't do it again. Sometime, like, okay, you know what? No, I'm serious. There's not going to be kids around. There's not going to be anything around. We'd be in our hot tub. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. But <laughs> oh, no, I'm I'd saying barf. set and setting and expectation. Mm-hmm. So I am not condoning anything, nor am I 
dissing anything. Right, and but, people are going to be like, you got to be black and white on stuff. No, I don't. No, we don't. That's no, right. I absolutely don't. And, and I'm not going to be. And if you are a Christian and you're listening to this and you want to say this is not a Christian podcast, stuff it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and stuff it. Y'all are Christians smoking weed anyway. Why don't you learn instead of get angry at me that I'm talking about real things, okay? Bill says there are motivated stoners as well. Right. You just don't notice them as they aren't in PJs. Right. <laughs> There, high five. Right. That is funny. Uh, somebody says, but you can have a healthy relationship with cannabis and not be a stoner. Be a productive father. Do seventy-five hard, etc., and still use cannabis right. on medicinally on a regular basis. And let me say, hey, I agree with that. Hold on. I don't disagree with that. Y'all who are saying that are mature. You're not smoking weed with your stoner friends at four in the afternoon when you have kids at home, right? Uh-oh. So that's that's a thing. Justin, I wear J's, waiting in line for Ben and Jerry's. No. no. You no. Can't. Hey, get it, Melanie. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> you can um, wear your jerseys. So again, we are not making light of this. I have family members who have ruined their life with drugs and alcohol. Right. So do I. On on both sides, literally both sides. I have clients every single day. I work with homeless people in downtown Seattle who have been decimated by trauma mm-hmm. and then they go to drugs, drugs and yeah. alcohol and they've done them for 20 years and that is not healthy so i'm not making light i'm not not understanding the whole situation i feel like i can speak with some i guess at least insight yeah yeah. therapeutically what were you personal experience chemical dependency what is the title Uh, uh, well then it was a cdp chemical dependency professional now the credential has changed to substance use disorder professional so seth is was was credentialed and understands this stuff so don't act like you don't know what you're talking about right so um that's that's that uh there's there's obviously a lot of devastation and there's obviously four thousands of years medicinal spiritual ceremonial uses for it um yeah doing the cold dip puts you doing the cold dip in freaking winter puts you in a different state not everyone knows what the cold dip is oh okay sorry fyi What? Sounds like a Weirdo. drug. Weirdos? Who's listening? Where do you get cold dip? No, a, uh, uh, getting in a tub of uh, hot... No, Getting cold. in a tub of cold water outside in the winter for several minutes. It's called um, cold immersion therapy. Mm-hmm. It puts you in a different state. And if you add breathing to that, you're going to pass out and be not on this planet. Right. right. And that's not a bad thing. So somebody says, my parents own a Christian bookstore and my dad uses cannabis before he goes into the store in the morning to get it looking... Come on now. Open. To Open. get it looking good, I guess. Uh, to get it looking, looking good, good, good for, for the day. day. It also coincidentally helps with his extreme vertigo. Yeah. These oh, are with vertigo. Weird. Yeah. Uh, these are these are medicines, right? And just like benzos, just like Ativan, just like Advil. Methylphenidate, aka Ritalin, you can abuse the Living crap out of out things of it, yeah. these things, right? So be mature, keep everything in perspective. Set, setting, expectation, biological fit, uh, uh, factors. There's two more that I can't that I can't think of. Um, uh, oh, anyway, okay, right. Yeah. So I do want to say before we do our conversation starters of the day, uh, is that one of the last things I want to really talk about is that these drugs do hit the pleasure centers of your brain, and the pleasure centers of your brain are incredibly powerful motivators. Mm-hmm. They are the thing that turns on and makes someone want to rape somebody. I mean, the, they're powerful. And I want to use a really weird example. The other day, so I finished 75 Hard when we were in South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. I have been just eating whatever. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, um, you've jammed on Ben and Jerry's. I'm like, girl. Ugh, you're so weird. I've jammed on <laughs> Ben and Jerry's, guys. I've had. You came home with five cartons of Ben and Jerry's 
and were flaunting it in my face because you knew I couldn't eat it. I had it with the kids, and know, we didn't eat kidding. it all in one day, and I they're this big, you weirdo. I really enjoy the self-discipline that it takes not to eat that. I right. even smelled it. Right. So anyway, all of that to say, mm-hmm. uh, it's weird because I went from 75 hard where you don't eat sugar, you don't have alcohol, all of that stuff, to mm-hmm. eating whatever. And I had Ben and Jerry's because I was celebrating doing the Love Hour conference. I was so proud of how we did. It I was know. my celebration. I even told you, I am celebrating. You said I'm you are celebrating. My, you're my going fish for food, it. I'm eating it with yes. the kids. I'm celebrating marshmallow bits in the fish food. Cream. But what was really weird is I noticed that the last couple of days, like, la- like last week, I was desiring ah. to eat something That's right. addictively. Mm-hmm. I did not have a desire for a particular food. I didn't care what it was. And I noticed this. I'm like, what is this feeling I'm having? And it was Hold literally on. like a part of my brain was like, I want to be addictively doing anything right now. And it was so weird because I was in. I at least have enough self awareness to have thought about it and and ask myself why am I feeling this? Why am I doing this? And when I realized that it was solely for the fact that my brain was seeking a reward, it didn't matter what the reward was. That was a very insightful moment. Where did you go? Hold on, Seth just walked away. I have no idea where he's at. Seth, what you doing? This is. Boring without Seth. Everyone needs to check out Church and Other Drugs podcast. I think Seth was on an episode. Yes, he was, I think. Sounds like sounds like ice cream. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is the worst. Seth! What are you doing? This is just terrible. Anyway, I'm going to do conversation starters, and you guys are going to answer them live in the feed because this is the worst episode we've ever done, ever. All right. Why don't you throw up some questions if you've got any, since nothing is happening right now and Seth walked away. And all of the conversation starters are for you. Come on back now. Pee break is right. Got it. says. That's awkward. That's the worst. It was. I was. This is dumb. Podcast is over. (laughs) It's Uh, not over. Okay, so let's do our conversation starters of the day. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I want to tell you to go get Anatomy of Marriage, the app. It is in iTunes. It's anywhere, or the app store, I mean, anywhere you get apps, it's there. You can go to our website, anatomyofmarriage.com, and check it out. But it has hundreds of conversation starters to help you connect with your partner, um, to do the prayer alarms, all of that stuff. Oh, oh, Aaron, in the the meantime, sweet earrings. (laughs) These are from my lady at She Loves Pretty. I promise you, earrings of the day. I only buy her stuff. They're leather, and I love them. Thank you for saying that. They're nice. So here are our questions. Question number one, what words do I say that make you feel deeply respected? Again, do these with your partner. Mm. I want, I'll tell you, my, I have two words. Mm-hmm. Okay. I understand. Me to you? Mm-hmm. Really? If you would just say that and shut your trap, I would feel deeply respected. Really? Like if, you, I, understand. if I said, it stresses me out when there's shoes all over the bathroom or whatever the thing is or toothpaste on the wall. La, 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 la. Mm. And if you just said, I understand. Mm. That's all you need to say. You guys heard it here. I'm going to tap. I'm going to tap. <laughs> I read something. I'm going to... Uh, uh, Try that? Text myself that. Um, actually, this episode came at a great time because my girlfriend literally said she wants to do psychedelics last week. Open up. Okay. Uh, so thank you. Going to have her listen. Yeah. Awesome. I will say, again... 
I think it's all about our level of maturity, our mm -hmm. expectation, what we're mm -hmm. looking for. If we are seeking the use of psychedelic drugs mm -hmm. simply because we think it will give us something that we mm -hmm. cannot get on our own, no thank you. If it is in a therapeutic setting with a therapist, that's mm -hmm. a thing that happens. Sure, go ahead. But if you're seeking it for something to, to like give you something that you think you don't have inside, mm -hmm. it ain't going to work mm -hmm. and you're not going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yes, I understand has so much weight. Yes. Okay. That's really good. I understand. So, I, uh, how about this? I understand why that's so important to you. Cool. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I understand why that's so important to you because it, it's not, uh, it's not uh, me being argumentative or dismissive or anything. It's me seeing you, mm -hmm. hearing you, and wanting to honor you in that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, who cares about socks on the floor? Oh, stupid. No. Mm -hmm. It stresses you out. I respect that. I understand that, right? Yes. I think um, a word uh, that, or, or you know, two two words that help me feel respected by you is um, maybe it's not a word. Maybe it's actual physical touch. You know, like saying hand words. <laughs> hand. Use words? your hand words. Hand words. Uh, sign language. <laughs> right. I just need to start saying I love you in sign language. Uh, yeah, she wants to do it in a therapeutic environment and not just in the woods somewhere. Haha. Huh? Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> the woods says, wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I usually say understand, but I feel. Got to get rid of those feelings. No, you don't have to get rid of those feelings. Um, if if uh, I used to have a client, she would say, well, you know, Seth, let me just tell you about this because I feel right. this. Every time she said feel, she'd go, I feel, which, <laughs> and then we talked about it and that was her process and it was, right. it was beautiful. So uh, we love your app. Thanks, Pretty Britty. Yes. Yay. It's so fun, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I love the app, too. I love it. Okay. Love it, love uh, love it. I, I have to think about these things. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I, I do feel respected by you by good. a lot of things you do. So thanks. Good. That makes me feel good. Uh, so second question. Um, what do you enjoy the most about our bedroom? What we do in the bedroom? Or no, the bedroom. Just the bedroom. I don't know. Oh, you you have made, just like you've made the whole house, because you have an eye for it, just like you put some new pictures across, uh, above the TV yesterday, mm -hmm. you have an eye for things that most of the time, 99.9% .9 of the time, you do something that I wasn't even thinking about, and I'm like, that looks nice. Mm -hmm. That looks comfy, mm -hmm. right? So I like, I love, in fact, how you have made our bedroom comfy, from the pillows that you get to the... Uh, cover Bed spread. comforter mm -hmm. that you got to the mattress we picked out at mm -hmm. ikea which is awesome and yeah just the vibe of it you know the candles that you put in there the mm -hmm. electric candles that look <laughs> like real candles they're from costco the battery powered it, it's, candles it's, it's are the very, best thing it's ever. very relaxing um i think the thing i like the most about our bedroom is the energy that it puts off like it is very it's super relaxing it's all white like every the carpet is like really light mm -hmm. tan everything is really calming and then oh actually you know what i know what it is our bed last night i sat on the floor and stared out our window when you went to bed and just looked at the stars like you mm -hmm. can see the sky so much from our room and mm -hmm. like you can see stars while you're laying in bed which is so trippy to me i've never experienced that mm -hmm. before and i love it i love like the just the overall essence and aura of our bedroom, I yeah. totally dig it. I just need crystals now. Oh boy! If anyone crystals has crystals, my yeah. birthday is soon, July twenty uh, first. I accept all crystals. 
Yes, we use the conversation starters when he is at work. We text the question, prepare the answer, and share when we're done. That is so that is good. smart. You guys, really go smart. get the Anatomy of Marriage app. Go get it. That is so yeah. awesome. And one thing I want to talk about, I would direct this couple, this fiance to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to actually talk to a counselor about these things because it's not about drugs. It's not about psychedelics. It's not about whatever. It's about you guys. It's about yourself, how you perceive things, how you're going, how you're going to be in your marriage. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to a, an actual pastor yesterday that I uh, meet with when we talk about business stuff, uh, talking to him yesterday about, um, the caliber of premarital stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and I, we, I was like, yeah, we met with the, like a dude once. Oh, right? yeah. And then he was you talking about You mean how premarital it. stuff is lacking. Right. You know, so and I even told him about our, our workbook, the best marriage workbook ever. Mm-hmm. Right. And it takes you through all these things. You know, it doesn't like say questions, but he wants to do drugs. You don't want drugs. him to. What do you do? It's not it's not that thing. Right. Um, but I would highly encourage you to go get the book and anatomy of marriage dot com. It was a lot of money. Now, COVID, we put it on sale. But uh, go check that out and also go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage to get Mm -hmm. paired up with a licensed therapist. And he says, women have a crazy ability to set the aesthetic and men appreciate it more than we'll ever admit. (laughs) That is is right. I don't care. Start saying you appreciate it. You might get get a little something in return. (laughs) You might get something that you appreciate, right? Hey, Mel. I love our bedroom. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Maybe not live. Um, (laughs) But yes, so please check out our app. Go Mm -hmm. to anatomymarriage.com to download it. Check it out. There's a free version. There's a paid version. They have different things. They've got, it's got the bedroom stripping game, battle strip. It has conversation starters. It has a clearing structure. It's got tools. It has everything we wish we had had. Every resource that we wish we had 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 when we were going Mm -hmm. through all the hard stuff. All of this is wrapped up into our app. So we created Mm -hmm. it for you guys, but really for us. (laughs) I know what I was going to be thankful for. Be thankful for. I was going to say that every single morning, so we show up for you guys, right? And we do the questions and all this stuff and and go live. And Melanie creates the uh, Instagram posts Mm -hmm. in Canva. It's like all hand done. Before we even go on live on the show, we wake up early, we get our stuff done, and you do that. So mm-hmm. I am very appreciative, and all of you guys should be appreciative. She uploads the the, um, the audio, she does all the stuff every single day, thank and you. you're really good at it, and I respect you for that, and I wanted thank to thank you. all of my friends for that. So thank you. So if you appreciate it as much as I do, go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy marriage, right? Do do a dollar a month, do $2. There's a $10 and a $12 or as much as you want to because it absolutely helps us out with mic cords, with microphones, with recording equipment. We've had the same stuff for three years and our computers are almost Camera stands. not doing right, right? So Melanie does all the hard work. You can actually thank her by going to... Uh, uh, Patreon.com, patreon.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. What's up, Heather? Uh, Melanie, that takes a lot of work. Touche. I'm in social media for a living and you're dedicated. Love it. Hey, if you're in social media, maybe DM us. We, <laughs> yeah, we could, we need help. We could use some help and, uh, <laughs> you know, might even have, well, we do kind of have a, a, a small budget for it, but yeah, we, we mm, need, it's we need hard. some help there it's to, so to kind of, um, uh, do this thing to scale. But here's how right? you can say thank you. Right. My birthday is July 21st. Oh. July 21st was when I was born, you guys. Oh, my god! I was born that day in the summer. Oh. oh. And our P.O. Box is P.O. Box 131, Maple Valley, Washington, 98038. Okay. And you can send me crystals, like The universe is sending. It started buzzing right purple then. Purple crystals, gold Nobody crystals. Nobody wants purple crystals. 
clear ones. Is gold are gold crystals just gold? No. Yeah, send me gold. <laughs> you can send All me right. a gold disco ball. That's right. Okay. Thank I'll you. Accept that. Thank you very much. Happy soon birthday. <laughs> love you. Love you guys. We love you. Have an awesome day. All right. See ya. Bye.